0: All right. Thank you. Um, That's not how I'm going to start this. That was awful.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey guys, thanks. We'll see you later.
0: (laughs) I do this every episode. I get like three seconds in. I'm like, nope, nope, nope. Start over.
1: Okay. When I, Andrew and I did a podcast and it was terrifying. Like it I just weird. looked over your questions and I'm like no big deal these are easy questions and now that there's a microphone I'm like I have no idea I don't know <laughs> <laughs> you're
0: Recording my on, you're like oh crap Yeah oh. <laughs> Hey, welcome in. Um, yeah, I hope you enjoy that little outtake of this future recording. So, I had my sister on today. My sister is actually in the process of building a home with her and her family, and I thought it'd be an interesting look into their process, what they're doing, what kind of questions they have, and. Good case study for builders out there to figure out some real practical questions that buyers have. And um, if you're a buyer, maybe this is some things that you didn't think of that you maybe should. So um, without further ado, let's get to Molly. Enjoy. So we have here my sister, Molly Young. Um, They are, her and her husband and their wonderful daughter and their two dogs um, are looking into the building process. So they have their home listed, looking at builders now um as soon as that home sells ready to pull the trigger so molly thank you so much for coming on just sharing your story and the process with us
1: thank you for having me i feel like a celebrity
0: (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) Um, (laughs) so let's just dive into it um from our talks it sounds like you've kind of narrowed down who you would like to build your home how did you pick your builder
1: yeah, so um it took us quite a while actually. Um we kind of ended up narrowing it down based on location and budget is a big one probably for most people. Um but we knew we love our town it's called Fleurville. Um Stacy your wife thinks it's a made up town <laughs> cuz the name's so funny. It starts uh, with a P. We, so. Yeah, it starts with a P. It's spelled Weird, but we love it and we wanted to stay here, so we wanted to find a neighborhood that we liked there that was um, had good schools and everything. So, um, you know, we were kind of in a way limited by all that, but we ended up finding a neighborhood that we liked, and there were about six or seven builders in that development. And so, from there, it kind of took quite a while um, because you know, we would have to go into these model homes and. Um, this is probably something you could help me with, but you kind of had to like parse through like, what is the actual quality of this builder? And what is just like, you know, they're putting everything into this model home. So that was something we had to like, you know, walk, we walked through a million models and they're all so nice. And then you kind of go through the development and you see like, oh, actually, I don't really know if I love this builder. Um, So do you have any like thoughts on that? Like how you decide, like,
0: I yeah, guess,
1: how, how quality is a builder?
0: Yeah, that's a great point because um, you're 100% right. Everybody knows this, but builders love to doll up their models. Um, yeah. And to add to that, I'm assuming most of the builders you walked through had fully furnished homes, mm-hmm. um, which is also pretty distracting for a, like a new first-time buyer to really like see the quality and differentiate between, you know, the furniture looks nice in the room and you don't think about, okay, let's look at the trim joint and that corner and see if they cared enough to cock it. Is it finished? You know, all that stuff. Um, I actually love your, your thought of driving around the neighborhood because that is, you obviously have to do it, but get a pulse on what that builder's actually building, not what they built in Mm -hmm. their model. Um right. so if you can see four or five homes, even go look at the back of those homes. Are the is there window trim around all the windows, you know, versus what was at the model? What does the typical exterior finish look like? Is it a is are most people doing decks or do they have just like a, a couple wood steps off to grass? Like think of those things because the model probably isn't showing all of that.
1: Right. For um, sure. So yeah, we ended up going with well, we haven't we haven't officially signed or anything, but we were planning to go with a builder that we just liked their standard features the best. And at the end of the day, all of them were kind of similar price wise. Um, But we felt like, I mean, it's kind of hard to know at the end of the day, how much your home is going to cost, but the builder that we went with, that we're going to go with, we feel like they have the best standard features. And so the least, we're going to have to do the least amount of upgrading with them.
0: Yeah. Um, that's really smart. And I would also add to that, like, um, get a good pulse, take your time in the model home. Um, I, uh, sales agents will hate to hear this, but I would say like, if you feel like you're maybe annoying them with a little too many questions, you're probably in the right spot of how many questions you should be asking them. Um, (laughs) that's good to know. (laughs) That's their job. That's what they're there for. So if you want to walk around the whole house and ask them, take a notepad, ask them about the countertops in the kitchen, ask them about the cabinets, ask them about the drawer glides on the cabinets, ask them about the wood floor in the kitchen. Like just make sure, okay, is this an upgrade? Is it not? Um, just so you have a feel and a pulse on what they upgraded and you can actually, cause that's your best visual is their model home. So right. if, if it is mostly standards, if it is mostly upgrades, you can at least have a feel going into that selection center. Um, it's speaking of, well, before we get to selections, how did you pick your plan or options like the plan options themselves?
1: Yeah, that's another one where we kind of worked backwards from, um, Like you said, we have two dogs and we have a little, almost two-year-old. And also my husband, Fleet, he works from home. So we decided right away, like minimum, we need a four-bedroom or a three-bedroom with a study um, so he can have that space. We wanted um, a play area up and the study down so that, you know, Vesper can play without annoying Fleet while he's at work. Not annoying, of course, but, you know, being loud. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we, Fleet and I have always loved a master on the main. It's not like a, a requirement of ours, but it just feels like luxurious to us. Um, and here in Texas, there's a whole other problem of they don't have basements and they mm-hmm. have very limited storage in their homes. So we try to pick a plan that like kind of addressed all those needs in this house that we're in now it's older. Um, and there's almost no storage. There's, we don't have a pantry. We don't have a coat closet. Um, we have attic space and that's about it. So, um, I think like living in a home helped us realize a little bit more what we want. And of course, you know, everyone, my age wants open concept. So you want to come in and it feel grand and, you know, not too, too many walls or too, um, closed off, I guess. So we just worked backwards from all those things.
0: Did you get to see the, so the plan that you like, did you get to see that in real life? Was that their model home?
1: Um, I don't think we actually, yes, yes, we have seen it in real life. Um, but we picked it before we got to see it. Um, Walking, we did walk through a ton of models. So I feel like after a while, we kind of got the the feel of like, here's what a floor plan comes to life as, you know. So we didn't, yeah. it wasn't like a requirement that we had to walk through that floor plan to pick it. And then at the end of the day, you know, our salesperson contacted us and said that they had one available. So we went and walked through it. And it was awesome. And it was, it's kind of exciting to go through it after you see it on the floor plan to come to life. Um, so I, I'm sure that would help with sales and everything to have those popular ones available. But um, I don't know. Also, I am, I mean, I'm your sister, I'm a, the daughter of a builder. So I kind of grew up looking at floor plans. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I would say, I think most sales, a good sales agent would do this, but um, it's okay to ask, like if you're, if you want to look at a home, you can ask if they have any clients building that home or building that home in any other subdivisions. Um, There's a lot of ways to get in that house and most sales agents will be the one to bring that idea to you. Um, But it's a good thing to bring up if you haven't gotten to see it. And I would really suggest that most people walk their home just 3d visualizing is really, really hard from a floor Mm, plan. We've done it a lot. Um, what was the most like, yeah, go for it.
1: Sorry. I have a question for you. Do you feel like there are things that, um, people should look for in a home plan that they don't think
0: to? Um, yeah, that is a, a really good question. I would say, um, obviously you guys started with like what I call the box checking of, okay, this is how big our family is. Uh, my husband works from home. So like, Mm um, we have to have X number of rooms. Um, I would like, I really pay attention to the little, the transition areas. Um, is it well thought out? Are there too many traffic spaces going in and out of a room? Um, is, is your dining room table going to sit in an area that, or your, you know, your main eating area, is that going to sit in an area where you're having to walk around it every day? Is that mm-hmm. something that's okay with you? Um, transition areas like that mudroom laundry room. Um, I know you have your laundry room is, your mudroom is basically your laundry room right now. And I think most people that's, uh, you know, first time buyers will live with that. But after you start your family growing a little, like it's hard to come in every day and see that laundry mess. I don't think people love that. But it's something that um, people don't think about as much when they're looking at a plan. Um, Yeah, I I showed
1: Megan, my twin sister, I showed her a plan that we were looking at. And she goes, oh, I don't like that mud or laundry room. And I was like, that was the only thing I didn't even look at on the plan. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I don't care where it is. (laughs) But I Um, think, I mean, she's in the home business, too. So I think she thinks through all those things.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think furniture placement is a really big one um take the time to draw it out I, a lot of clients do that and will bring me hand drawn sketches which is cool but um Oh
1: really? That's awesome. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, but um take the time to figure out where your bed's going to go and that you know that furniture piece that you inherited from great grandma that needs to come yeah. with you like just plan all <laughs> that stuff out. Um what was the most confusing part for you of this whole process?
1: Um I think uh, a few things is um, like, how do we know that we can trust this builder? Um, and still, since we haven't like, closed, I'm like, what is it actually going to cost at the end of the day? Like they have these numbers and then, you know, just, I feel like things always cost more than they do. So, you know, that's a big, I think probably for a lot of people, that's a big, like scary part of building and causes a little bit of distrust with your builder.
0: Yeah. Um, Builders don't love this answer, but it's always a possibility for the adventurous out there is to just go knock on doors in that subdivision, grab, you know, go knock on a couple houses, just be nice. And usually people will be pretty forthcoming whether they loved or hate their builder. They like to talk about that experience. Um, so it, it yeah. won't be hard to get that information out of them. <laughs> um, and then it might be a little forward to ask what they spent in their selections. But um, if you just ask, you know, what were some, like, were you surprised by any upgrades or anything like that? Um, those kind of questions among the neighborhood can bring out some good answers. Um,
1: this totally reminds me of the office when Dwight asks David, how much his house costs. <laughs> 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 and Michael tells him it's rude. <laughs> yeah. For those but of you that watch the office, but i do think you're right that people love to talk about it and i have a few friends that have built recently um and i'm not like hey how much does your house cost but they're happy to share a lot more than i thought they would yeah so i feel like we're we know someone that has built with the same builder we want to go with and they told us like you know at the end of the day here's how it ended up going. And so that really helped like ease our fears, you know, knowing they yeah. didn't actually have to spend a million dollars on upgrades and their house looks great. So I think those kinds of things are nice to know.
0: Right. I, obviously the best way, you know, a close personal friend, will give you the, the best info. And that's just really Yeah. Advice. That helps. <laughs> I, th- I think too, there's a, there's a gut thing when it comes to, you may only get to meet that sales agent, but most people can tell if somebody is, trustworthy or trying to sell them something and I think that's just mm-hmm. a good thing to gauge in that office is you know do I want to trust this person through the next six to nine months through my build um
1: right you know. totally
0: um, what was the hardest decision to make
1: mm, well we're still making decisions and <laughs> <laughs> um uh, I don't know. I guess like we are still deciding between floor plans and exterior. That's mm-hmm. for me, that's kind of something that's hard to come see to, li- or see to life, you know? Do um,
0: yeah. you mean as I don't far know as how colors? Much... Or yeah, like yeah,
1: picking colors um, yeah. and, you know, how much brick versus stone do I want? I don't know all of that. So um, that's, I guess, yeah. I don't know. It's all, it's all kind of fun for us. Cause we're excited to build. Um, so I'm not sure, but yeah, I guess maybe like landing on a budget that fleet and I both agree on. <laughs> Mine's <laughs> always usually a little fun. higher. <laughs> so,
0: um, yeah. for exteriors, I would say definitely get outside. I, you know this, but even if it's, even if they're showing samples in the showroom, I still like to take those outside and view them in daylight and not under fluorescent lights or whatever they have in the showroom. Like it just looks and feels differently. And those colors, that's a really good
1: idea actually. Yeah.
0: Um, And the best way is to go see it on a house, but sometimes you're not lucky enough to have that exact combo. Um, But do you have any, do you still have any big questions about the process? Like anything still gray to you guys?
1: I guess um, I've asked you this like just personally, but like what are the most important upgrades for us to make? you know, because we want to try to spend our money wisely and um, we're okay with like doing a few things on our own afterwards, you know, fun projects, maybe doing like backsplash or something like that. Um, but like how how do we decide exactly what to upgrade?
0: Yeah, I would say focus your time and energy on um, plumbing and structure. Cause those are the hardest things to change later. Um, okay. so if it's between like adding a, a bonus room above the garage or should we have the great room all in wood flooring? Like I would say if you're, if you're looking strictly on value, I would say add the bonus room because as you know, you can rip out the carpet and exchange it for wood floor later, but to get mm-hmm. that bonus room above the garage later, it like, they're not going to frame it in such a way that even would stru- structurally support a floor above the garage unless you like specify that do it at the beginning. Yeah. So right. Um and then plumbing runs, especially with how you said in Texas. So everything's slab on grade. Um, so all your plumbing runs, I assume all your plumbing runs will be in that concrete floor um, for both the the supply will probably come through the wall actually. I'm not sure how they do that in Texas, but the drains will be in the floor. So cutting up concrete to do any renovation. If you're going to want to move your kitchen sink to an Island later, like that is really mm-hmm. complicated and you're totally tearing apart your house. Like get that stuff, right. If you want a wet bar somewhere, like get that stuff in early um, or an extra bathroom. Yeah. Like, all that stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. For real. No, that's um, good to know. <laughs> let me think here. I wonder if I have any more questions for you. Um, were were there were there any builders or any conversations that you like? You left the meeting and you're like, nope, absolutely not. Like, hard pass.
1: Um, yes, there were (laughs) (laughs) some people. um, I I feel like some some of the salespeople were really snooty, and some were really pushy. Like, so one. One we went to, we actually really liked their quality. I'd say it's similar with the quality of the builder that we're going with. Um, And their prices were even a little lower. So on paper, it was like a great person to go with. Uh, But we went there and they had some homes in the development we wanted to be in. And then they also had their own development. And so obviously they were really pushing their development. And it really annoyed us because we told her probably five times. Like we actually have already decided on this development. We really like it. This is where we want to be. And she kept pushing the other one. And so we didn't feel like we could trust her. Like you don't have our best interest in mind. You're just trying to sell us on a lot because you obviously, you know, need to push these right now. Um, And so we left that meeting and we decided within like five minutes, like, yeah, we're not going to build with them. So I think. I would say that's a great call. (laughs) I think it's probably hard, you know i I feel for her because she she probably has some kind of quota to reach or something like that, so I know i'm I don't think she's like evil for pushing that, but at the same time, we're like, you know we know what we want, and so please don't talk us out of it,
0: yeah, yeah, because if that's the tone. It's like if that's a tone set day one, it's not getting any better through the process. Right. <laughs> like, it's just gonna get worse. So yeah, right. if you ever and those buyers out there, if you ever feel that from a salesperson, like that's a good just find a new builder. <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> I feel like the best sales agents I've worked with over the years have always been like the like compassionately persistent. Like they, they, you can tell they genuinely care about people, but they're never going to let like a client drop. They're always going to follow up. Like those people are the ones that really, really crush it. So, um, yeah. Interesting. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's good to know.
0: Well, cool. Molly. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, thanks for having me. (laughs) Molly is also an amazing photographer, runs her own business. Molly, where can people find you if they want to connect?
1: Um, so you can just look me up on Instagram. My handle is Molly Kate photography ATX cause I'm in Austin, Texas. Um, yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks Molly. Thanks for coming on. Hope you guys have get an awesome house.
1: Thanks for having me. I'm going to have you look over the floor plan we end up picking and make sure you approve of it.
0: I certainly will do.
1: <laughs> All right. Bye everyone.
0: Bye. As always, thank you so much for listening. If you want to reach out to me, you can find me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, um, at Burnham Design Co. on all three of those, or on LinkedIn, my name, Adam Steiner, S-T-E-I-N-E-R. Um, and yeah, be sure to tune back in on Tuesday. I have one interview lined up with a builder, so the the episode might come out a little later in the day, but going to look at some houses this weekend and review one of those, those homes with the builder on Tuesday. Um, and lastly, I want to say thank you to Andrew Michael Metter for the music.